0: Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Wow! me a favor. I want you to move. I feel you're a little bit rigid. Move around. Give five people a high five. Just five people a high five. Amen. Give five people a high five. I love you. I love you with the love of the Lord. I love you. I love you with the love of the Lord. I perceive. I perceive in you the glory of the Lord. I love you with the love. You are my brother. You are my brother. You are my brother. You are my sister. So take me by the hand together we will stand until he comes there's no foe there's no foe that can defeat us when we walk inside side by side as long as there is love we will stand you are my brother you are my brother you are my sister so take me by the hand together we will stand until he comes there's no foe When we walk inside by side, as long as there is love, I love you. I love you. Feels good to be back home. Amen. It's been two Sundays that I'm missing in action. Hallelujah. But me, myself, I miss you so much. And I'm glad I'm here. Amen. I was supposed to have made another trip, but I have canceled it. Amen. Because I want to be here. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you blessed or what? If you are blessed, say, I am blessed. Say, I'm blessed beyond the curse. And I thank God for Jesus. Please sit on top of your enemies. Hey. Hey. If you know that you have an enemy on the chair, this is how you, you release yourself on top of your enemies. Hey. Okay. Uh-huh. So now sit on top of your enemies. Sit on top of your enemies. Uh-huh. That is why they are ushers. If you fall, they will lift you up. See all the... Strong ushers, if you fall, they will lift you up. Hallelujah. What a joy it is. There has to be laughter and joy in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Because laughter is also medicine. Amen. It's pure medicine. And we thank God so much. Amen. If some of you can move just to fill this space, it will be nice. Let's pack the front. Amen. Rather than concentrating on the back. We thank God so much. And today, I just want to preach a message, a very simple message. Amen. Amen. I want us to learn lessons about the participants, those who participated in Christmas. Hallelujah. Every time when we hear the story, we live in a world where Christmas has actually, the the true meaning of Christmas has been replaced with something else. You now have an amen. amen? We even live in a part of the world that, you know, you cannot just tell somebody Merry Christmas, but you just have to say Happy Holiday. What a shock. Growing up, Christmas is Christmas. Growing up, I knew that every Christmas I would church. And so I look forward to Christmas. And there will be some nice food, also. So I look forward to it. Hallelujah. But again, in addition to all that, going to church and then having a relationship with God really mattered. Hallelujah. That is why we must not, you know, overlook the fact that if we don't take care, Christmas will be reduced to something that is very insignificant. Because many are told that Christmas is all about gifts. So what are you giving for me for Christmas? But what Christ wants for Christmas is your heart. The best gift you can give to him is your heart. It's not about anything that you do. It's about having a true relationship with him. It's about having a true relationship with the one that came to bring redemption to us. Christmas is not about what you wear. Some people have spent some good money to go and buy some new dresses. Just so that everybody will see that you are celebrating Christmas. That is not the reason for Christmas. And when we went to church, pastor said we should not buy any dress again. That's not what I'm saying. You can buy the dress, but Christ wants your heart. That is the true meaning of Christmas. Can I have an amen? Hallelujah! So the church must rise up and bring back the meaning of Christmas. Where our children know that Christmas is about the birth of Christ and Christ came to bring hope this world. Because the world had no hope until God thought of another plan. Hallelujah. And when God thought of that plan, he thought about sending his and the came in the form of a man. He was born in a manger. How many of us, when you are in labor, you will go and find a manger somewhere and to give birth? Go to the zoo or something and go and give birth. Some people don't even want to give birth to their children in Africa. They come here to come and give birth to the child in America. The land that is flowing with milk and honey. It's an explanation to us how that our children are important to us. But when he came to God, it didn't matter where his son would be born. But as long as he would be hidden from from the fact that he could be what? Killed. He had to be born in a manger. He had to be born in a place where you and I, Bible says that there was in the inn, in the hotels, there were no place. There was not a place for him, but only in the manger. Oh, what a God that we serve, that no matter what, sure that his son is born, that you and I will have redemption. Lift up your right hand and say, thank you, God. Thank you for sending Jesus hallelujah so all i'm saying that is christmas means more than we think it's not about gifts it's not about our dresses it's not about some people the thing they enjoy about christmas is that they're going to get some one or two days off from work christmas is not about that because if the sun truly sets you free you are free indeed It doesn't matter. You you are working. Your your body is working. But if your spirit is born again, you are free. When all is said and done, you would have a place with him in his kingdom. And that is where you spend freedom. Eternity as a free man or a woman. Are you still here, somebody? So I want to talk to us about those who participated in Christmas. We've heard many stories and learned lessons. From these things, hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 2, from verse 1 to 12. If you have your Bibles just open, amen, for the sake of time, a lot of them we would, you know, paraphrase. Bible tells us that a time came that wise men, you know, a lot of times we are confused about the fact that the Bible did not say anywhere there is three wise men, even though the gift that they brought to Jesus it was what they brought what gold. Frank, Incense, and Mead. Three gifts is what they brought to Jesus. But they did not say that every, every wise man carried one gift. Every time we say, and the th- wise men came to God. There was, there's no the Bible specifically says that. Can I have an amen? But the wise men, they brought gift to God. So the Bible says that, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the day of Herod the king, behold... There came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. Next verse. Saying, where is is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have what? Seen the star in the east and are coming to worship him. Hallelujah. What they saw was a star. May you see a star that will lead you across even into 2019 to to experience the goodness of God. All they saw was a star. They saw a sign that... God was with them, and they began to follow. Bible did not say that the star said anything. But when they saw it, may God open your eyes to see His star that will lead you across, even to 2019. So they came from the east to worship. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Why was he troubled? Because if there is another king that has been born, he is in trouble. If and gets to know that the savior has been born for you then he is in trouble your enemies will be worried i say your enemies will be troubled your enemies will be scared of you that is why we must have the meaning of christ because christ was born for you and i and if he has no heart the enemy is troubled because he knows that it can only be well with you are you still here? Or you have gone home. So he said that he was troubled. Go to the next verse please. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and the scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. Next verse. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus is, it, it is written by the prophet. Next verse. And thou Bethlehem in the land of Judah. At not the least amongst the prince of Judah? For out of thee shall come a governor. That shall what? Rule my people Israel. Out of you shall come a governor. Next verse, quickly. Then Herod, when he had what? Privately called the wise men. Inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. I want you to pay attention to this one. After all, he called them privately. He wanted to know when the star appeared. Because there's something I'm going to show you. When the star appeared, when Christ was born, that was when the star appeared. The birth of Christ, that was when the star appeared. And they began to take a journey to go and to find the newborn king. So the wise men, they did not come and meet Jesus Christ in a main. By the time they arrived, Bible says that it took them about two years for them to actually get to the house. Give us the verse one. It says that now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod, that he behold that wise men from what? The east. So when they they saw the star, that was when they began their journey to go and to see the thing. Are you still here? Give us the next verse, quickly. Where we were. Help me preach. Next verse. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, Bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. Next verse. When they had heard the king, they departed and lo, the star. Somebody say the star. I say somebody say the star. Somebody say the star. Because they were following Christ when they were interrupted. After the interruption and they began their journey, the star came again. Which means that if you follow Christ closely, no matter what confused you or what disturbs you if your eyes are on him? Follow the star, and the star will take you to the end. Can I have an amen? Because challenges come in this life, in this life. Maybe 2018. You were expecting to be married. You have not been you are not married by now. Keep on following the star 2019. God will show himself faithful. I said God will show himself faithful. On believing God, you have so many problems, you have so many struggles, your immigration situation did not work out. But keep your eyes on that star, and that star is taking you over. Oh, I see you going over, as crossing, I see you crossing, I see you crossing as long as your eyes are on the star. Wow, give us the next verse when they saw the star. They rejoiced with what? Exceeding great joy. That was when the star stopped. Next verse. Quickly. And when they had come into the house, pay attention. It said, and when they had come what? Into the house. Jesus Christ was born in a manger. The time that the wise men arrived, Jesus Christ was already in the house. So these wise men, they did not go and meet, it was the shepherd. Bible says that it was the shepherds who were taking care of their flock by night. They were the one that the angel of the Lord appeared unto them and said that this day a child has been born for you in Bethlehem. And then they went and they worshipped him. And Bible says that when they got there, Jesus Christ was wrapped in a swaddling cloth and he was laying in the manger. So when the wise men got there, Jesus Christ was already in the house. Are you still here? They saw the young child. A baby is never called a child. It means that Jesus. That means that it took them years. Bible scholars say that it took them two years when the wise men they began to take their journey to go and see Christ. It took them two years. God, that is why when the time came, that the, the the wise men did not come back to come and tell Herod. Herod made a decree that everybody that is 2 years and under should be what King. because the time that they inquired and he, he, he asked them carefully that, when did you see the star time up until the time he decided to go and kill every child it was up 2 years that is why when the wise men came to Jesus Christ Jesus Christ was no longer a baby Jesus Christ was a child and he was in a house Are you still here so they saw the young child with his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasure, they presented unto him gifts, what gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Are you still here or you have gone home? So I want us to learn lessons. One of the things that we see is that the obedience of sacrifice is the first thing we must learn from this. The wise men, they made a sacrifice of their time. If it took them two years. It took them two years. To go and find the one that they said is a savior. It cost them their time. Hallelujah. What do we learn from Christmas? It requires your time. Christ wants your heart. As we we go into another year. You must learn to spend time with him. The sacrifice of your time. Have an amen. You got to spend time with him. You got to spend time. You, you, you got to make that sacrifice. They make that sacrifice. They abandoned everything just to go to the Savior. Time, they came with their talent. And they came with their treasure. Because Bible says that those wise men, they were scholars. That's why they call them wise men. I Remember when we were in school, somebody smart, you said that you know book. That was their guy's name. When you see them, you say you know book, then they will respond, it's the book I know. There were people who were learned. Tell somebody time, talent, treasure. They also brought treasure, gold, they gave their best. Of all the minerals, gold is on the top. They gave their best. They gave frank incense. They gave meh, the component of the anointing. That is what they brought to Jesus Christ. What do you have to give to him? All he wants from you is your heart. Can I have an amen? If you are sitting here, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Christmas is all about you and giving your heart to him. It doesn't matter. You heard that that, that testimony. This morning, when I listened to it, I was so blessed. Hallelujah. Told you how that you know he will do anything. He's a star. He will do anything that he can. But when God began to work on his heart, and that happened when he came to church. Hallelujah. Invite people to church. In, In our crossover service, everyone must bring at least two people to church. Because you never know somebody's life and destiny can change. Simply because you invited them. And that is when God would also honor you. Are you still here? I said, are you still here? I said, are you still here? So God wants your heart. So make that sacrifice. Sacrifice is needed. The wise men made that ultimate sacrifice. And I pray that God will give us that strength to make that ultimate Sacrifice. Hallelujah. So the first group of people we have seen are the wise men who came to see Jesus. The next one is the shepherds. Write it down. So we are talking about the obedience of sacrifice. That the wise men, they were obedient just to follow, to go and see the Savior. The shepherds is obedience of service. Turn to Luke chapter 2. Are you still here? You have gone home. God is good. And we thank him for his son. What a mighty God we serve. Luke chapter 2, starting from the verse 8. Bible says that now there were in the same country shepherds laying out their field, keeping watch over their flock, by night, And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were what? Greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all men. Hallelujah. The good tidings of great joy is what? Unto all men, not some men. What verse are we on? 11. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, which is what? Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in a swaddling clothing, laying in what? A manger. And suddenly there was what? The multitude of angels of heaven, of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace, goodwill towards men. Hallelujah. So Bible tells us about the shepherds. An angel of the Lord appeared unto them. So verse 15 says that, So it was when the angel had gone away from them to heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem, and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord had made known unto us. So Bible says what? That immediately, they abandoned everything that they had. They wanted to go and to serve him. The sacrifice of service. Are you still here? Now when they had seen him, they made, I'm I'm on verse 17, when they are sitting, they made widely known, saying, which was told them concerning Jesus Christ. So, after they went in, and then they saw the child that was born, they saw exactly as the angel has described, the Bible says that their heart was so moved, they did not keep that story to themselves. They took the story, and then they began to tell everyone that they a sacrifice of service. What does God need from you this Christmas? Your heart. Number two, he needs that you will serve him. You have to tell people about him. Tell somebody about Christmas. I told you the other day I was talking to somebody. I said, A Merry Christmas. I said, I don't celebrate Christmas. What do you celebrate? Say, the other one. Whichever one is the other one. Me, I don't celebrate it. Me, I celebrate Christmas. Can I have an amen? You cannot even be bold enough to tell somebody that you are a Christian. What a shock. But You see the wise men, the, the, the shepherds. The Bible says that they made known a broad saying which was told them concerning what? This child. They went and they began to broadcast. Don't be a Christian who is ashamed. A sacrifice of service. Serve the Lord with your life. Be available to tell somebody about Christ. Be available to let somebody know where you stand. Let somebody know where you stand. Because the world has been made so much so that we are afraid. Even just as soon as they know that you are Christian, maybe your, your CEO is an atheist. As soon as you make yourself you make them know that you are a Christian, listen, if God is for you, no one can be against you. Your CEO may be an atheist. But if God has given you the grace to get the work done, you think that they will look beyond you getting the work done and fire you? No. The reason why they are a CEO is that they want want results. They want things to turn around and so that the company should make money. Are you still here? Reach out to somebody. Before the end of the year, reach out to somebody, tell them about Christ. Tell them, that my brother, you know there is hope for you. It doesn't matter what you have been doing, there is hope for you. Jesus Christ has come to set us free. And this freedom belongs to all. He said, I bring you news of great joy to all people, to all mankind. Why are you keeping it to yourself? Tap the brother sitting by You tell them that don't keep it to yourself. Tell them that don't keep it to yourself. Make this story widely known. Let men get to know about it. Some of you, you know, when work is back, I believe you, you, they will ask you that, how was your holiday? You have to tell them that on a Christmas day, I was in church. I came for carol service. On Christmas day, I was in church. There is a Sunday coming, you will be in church. And then also there is a, a crossover service, you will be in church. I said, ah, didn't you have any holiday? My holiday is to be with my Savior. Somebody ought to know. Say, so what did you do for Christ? I, you know, you know, I just took a little break. I just wanted to, you know, get refreshed before work started. You just told a lie. Let men know. Is it a great thing? Let men know where you stand. Hallelujah. It will even help you to become a better Christian. Do you know that if people around you know that you are a Christian, they have high standards for you. And as a result of that, you know that this person knows I'm a Christian. So sometimes when you feel like misbehaving, you look around. and you realize that God is watching us. It's like not only God is watching us, somebody also is watching you. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? We have to build our Christian relationship with God around people. People have to know where you stand. Listen, if people feel very comfortable, they come to the break room and they are talking about cursing and, you know, yelling and all those things, doing all sorts of things, and you are just sitting there and your mouth is zip and then in their mind, I don't like this. I don't like this. You have to say something about it. Not being rude, but they need to know that, you know, when it comes to cursing, my faith does not allow me to do that. Somebody ought to know. That Even when people curse around you, they apologize to you. Because they know that What we just said, you don't like it. They have to apologize. But you, they are cursing, They are doing all sorts of things around you. And then you are quiet and you are sitting down. Hey, let somebody know the story about Jesus Christ. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? Number three, Joseph. Joseph is also all part of the story. His was the obedience of silence. A lot of times, not everything that you must say something about it. Remember, God can give you a dream. And if the dream belongs to you, it's not everybody that has to know about that dream. Joseph once had a dream and he shared it. That was the beginning of Satan trying to take it away from him. But if the hand of the Lord is upon you, it doesn't matter. His will will be done in your life. I see the will of God coming to pass in your life. Hallelujah. When you start read Matthew chapter 1, you read the story. Bible says that, you know, he was a very young man. Joseph was, you know, just a very young man who was, you know, betrothed to Mary Mary. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him and said that you are go- your wife is going to bring forth to a child. That was after all that he was compelled to put her away privately. And the angel said, that, do not be afraid. For the child that Mary carries, that the child is of the Holy Spirit. What you are carrying is of the Holy Spirit. I said, what you are carrying is of the Holy Spirit. What is inside of you, it is of the Holy Spirit. So the guy was torn between, you know, what should I do? Sometimes when you are in the in the crossroad, you don't know what to do. Look to Jesus. Remember what he has told you. Many sitting here, God has called you. But you think about so many things. You are the one that the Lord has spoken to. Hold on to the word. The sacrifice of silence. He kept quiet. I believe all his friends were saying the Charlie... What kind of a woman is this? That you say you have not slept with them and then she's pregnant. Have you heard some before? And then, in addition to that, he says the Holy Ghost. Holy what? Can you imagine your wife came to you and said, I'm pregnant. And it's with the Holy Ghost. He said, take yourself and your Holy Ghost and get out of my house. I'm speaking for all men. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The silence of obeying God. He obeyed God. You know, Bible says that after that, he wanted to, you know, get rid of her. But when the, the, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, he said that, you know, even though men will say this, I got to obey God. Obey God. Obey God. Whatever God has told you, please obey him. Don't let a man cut short what God has said about your life. Can I have an amen? amen. Some of us you've just said, you know, you know, we have come to America the way life is here, you know. If God has called you and He has given you something He wants you to do for Him, obey God. Don't obey men. Because at some point in your life, you will come to a place where you have to trust that God can take care of you. Can I have an amen? I want to say this again. At some point in your life, you come to the point where you can believe that God can take care of you. That it doesn't matter. All people will just walk away. Friends will walk away. Family will walk away. They will despise you. But if you have heard the voice of God, take that stand. Because he who has called us Bible says he is faithful. Can I have an amen? amen? If this message is for you, receive it. I don't know where, I don't know where, how come I ended up there. But I believe if you are here, God has called you. Obey God. Don't obey the circumstances around you. You have a, a, a passion. You have a dream. Carry it through. Don't let any man stop you. The sacrifice of silence. He kept his mouth shut. Lord, I look to you won't be overwhelmed i look to you i look to you and as he went along when the son was born and men saw the savior and what the savior was doing i believe that the people who were you know making fun of him now if they had headache they want to come to his chale is your son there i have some migraine where is he all of a sudden he has become important obey god And it shall be well with you. How many people have we talked about? Wise men? Shepherds? Finally, Mary. The obedience of submission. He said, how can this be? Even Mary herself. Have you heard some before? That I don't know any man. Then all of a sudden, my stomach is growing. Wow, who's this easy? with jingle bells at the end. Hey! The whole town saw her stomach growing. What would they say? But the sacrifice of submission that if God has said it, I will obey it. If God has said it, you were having your quiet time. The Lord spoke to you to stop something. If God has said it, will obey it it doesn't matter some of us need to come out of club going to the club some of us sitting here you have to break the relationship because every time you see the guy you feel like sleeping with him you have to break that relationship if they cannot do the right thing they cannot have you it's getting a little serious eh And when we went together, the Pastor was looking at me. I'm scanning through the place. Don't, don't go and say that I was looking at you. I'm scanning through the place. When I stand here, I don't look at any specific face. Eh, he was looking at me when he was saying that. Now let me look carefully. Maybe I will see some faces. Hallelujah! Seriously! On a serious note, Christianity must be pure. If you are a Christian, ask the Lord to help you to differentiate between His will for you and the will of this world, because Satan would like to cause the two to look similar. It doesn't matter that you do all sorts of things. We lie. We do all sorts of things we cheat we cheat people we do all sorts of things but we still come to church and we lift up our hands who are we deceiving so everyone who says lord lord that would enter the kingdom of heaven no it doesn't matter god may use you to do miracles but if you are not doing as well you're not submissive you are not obedient a wife that is not submissive you can say me i'm married but you're, when you appear before God, you are filled. Hey, who then can be saved if you give your heart to Him? You ask Him to become your Lord and personal Savior. He will change your life. In Luke chapter 1, 26 to 38, when you keep on reading, a virgin was pregnant Men were so confused about it. But she knew that an angel of the Lord appeared to me. When she asked that angel, how can this be? What was the response? You see, the zeal of the Lord would accomplish this. It means that many things are about the will of God for your life. It will not take your strength. It will not take your effort. You can fight. You can fight it. But it is not by might. It is not by power. It is by my spirit. God will make you who he can make you if only you allow him. So the zeal of the Lord would accomplish this. If God has power then he can change your life. If God has power, he can bring you to an expected end. You have to just give him your life. Give him your life. Tell about his story. Change your life. Let this be the very last day you have been bad. Don't go back and sleep in that same bed. Don't go back and sleep in that same bed. Turn around. Turn around. Turn around. It's okay. It's okay. Turn around. Turn around. And do the right thing. Just do the right thing. Hallelujah. We thought we were coming to church to sing Christmas carol. But this is the Christmas story. What do we learn about from this story? That I need to sacrifice my time, my talents, and my treasure. Obedience of sacrifice. And to serve the Lord. Come to serve Him. Serve. In the year we are going serve the Lord with all your heart, your strength, and everything. I was recently talking to one brother who was doing his PhD. He's going, you know, just like I said that, the grace God has given to you. If you will spend more time with him. And serve him. A lot of the things will fall in place. We have all been students before. If you seek, he the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All other things will be added. Young people in the back. Any decision you take for Christ. If you take a decision for Christ. And you stand by it. God will honor you that decision, when you take that decision, he would help you. Is there somebody here who is willing to go tell the story? That Jesus is born. Shall we rise to our feet? Father, we honor you and Father, we bless your name. We are so grateful to you, Lord, for sending your son Lift up your voice and talk to Him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Him. You know where you fall. Whether you're supposed to be a shepherd, sacrifice of service. Whether you're supposed to be silent and then just obey God. Whether you're supposed to follow the star. Whether you're supposed to walk away from this relationship whether you're supposed to get into a deeper and a deeper a deeper a deeper relationship with him for he has called us first to be with him that he may send us oh my god we thank you lord oh Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Don't be a spectator. Limit the walking out of this sanctuary. My God, let this Christmas impact us, O God, in ways, O God, that we have never imagined, O God. Let, O God, your grace and your spirit and your power come over this congregation and over our lives, Lord. May we be a little bit involved, Lord. We will not be satisfied with anything else, Lord. We will not be satisfied with anything else, Lord. Except you, oh God. Except you, except you. Have your own way, oh God. Have your own way. Tell the Lord to have mercy on you. To have mercy on you. To have mercy on you. Maybe in 2018 you have lived a life. There are few days that are left. You want to turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around. Ask the Lord and tell Him, The Lord, I did not save you as I should. But oh God, I'm repenting and I'm coming back around. I had friends that they led me to do evil, they, they, they encouraged me to battle. But from today, I turn around de le bobo sheke yenle bebe, imango yesele bebe sheke de, Rebecca yesendele Oh, somebody lift up your voice! Cry unto, Cry unto him! Cry unto him! Cry unto him! Cry unto him! Talk to God for yourself. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what your two thousand and eighteen has been like. Oh, but talk to him! Talk to him for yourself. Rebecca yesendele bebe, lebo sakayanda la bababababab. Oh, Miesia tale makayakando lo bolobolobom. Oh, we bless your name, Lord. We bless your name, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We are so grateful to you. Thank you for who you are. For you who has called us, you are faithful. You are such a faithful God, and we bless your holy name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Every eye is closed every eyes closed. If you are here, you don't know Jesus. This is very serious. You are here, you don't know Jesus. If you should die right now, you don't know where you are going. You want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give you my heart. I want my life to change. You want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. This is your call. This is the final call for you. God, is. Seeking to have a relationship with you, if you are such a one, you need Jesus in your life. I want you to lift your right, every eyes closed. I want you to lift up your right hand above your head. I see your hand right there. I see your hand right there. I see your hand right there. You need Jesus in your life. Thank you, Jesus. I see your hand right there. Lift that right hand way above your head. Way above your head. Don't be ashamed. I see your hand right there. Lift that hand. Lift that hand. Lift that hand. Lift that hand. Wait, wait. Lift that hand. Lift that hand. Lift that hand above your head. If your hand is lifted up. If your hand is lifted up. I want you to come to me right now. Just walk to me right now. Walk to me right now. Oh withholding nothing withholding nothing come to me withholding nothing withholding withholding tell the Lord I surrender I surrender all to you everything everything I give to you withholding Holding nothing, just come to Jesus. Your hand was lifted up. This is the final call. This is the final call. This is the final call. You don't want to enter into next year, you don't want to go across, even not be safe. If anything should happen to you, you don't have a place in this kingdom. Oh, withholding nothing, I surrender. I surrender. Final call, final call, final call. Final call, final call. Don't be ashamed. 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 Ooh, this is a final call. 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 La bamba lebelebebe, incando lebebe, rekera basende lebelebelebelebebe, Every eyes closed. Just close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Final call. This is the final call. I sense in my spirit God is pulling the cord on somebody's heart. You're feeling a little bit nervous and stressed out. If you're such a one, leave your seat and come right now. It's not a man, it's God that is pulling on the cord of your heart. Leave that seat and come right now. This is a final call for you, a final call for you. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. You've been coming to church. You are in the choir. You have been doing anything that you think you had. Men see you as somebody who is spiritual. But you can feel God. Do not be ashamed of him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to pray this prayer after me. All of you standing here, I want you to pray this prayer after me. And the whole congregation say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. I thank you, for my life. thank you for my life. I thank you that you did not cast me away, but today you have brought me to you. Please forgive my sins. Wash me with your blood. Come and live in my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I give myself to you. Do what you will with my life father i bless your name for these souls you said even if one soul come to you lord there's great rejoicing in heaven thank you for their lives 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 that from today you have added them lord to the sons and daughters of christ we give you praise i pray for angelic involvement That angels will be involved in their life. Whatever the enemy has planned, Lord, we cut it off in the name of Jesus. Let the sweet spirit of God overshadow them. May they never be the same from today. May they be partakers of the grace of the kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I want you to follow Sister Dorothy quickly. Go with our sister. Put we believe the Word of God has actually come down to you, and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Bell Rad Drive in Louisville, Kentucky, this and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.